Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How are you? It makes me feel good. I'm doing all right. Yeah. All right. Outside. You tripping? Uh, I'm no. tipping you tripping. No, no, no. I'm not oh, tripping. No, right. no, no, cool. no. Somebody tripping. No. <laughs> Buck Farmer was tripping, dog. Yeah, well, and that's where we uh, start this good morning. Good to see you, don't, you still don't have your magic. Yeah. Well, at least not in that, that arena. Right. Yeah. You can kill some folks. I can. But you can't will them to win a baseball game. I, Stop I, a streak. I cannot kill a winning streak. <laughs> and yesterday, it just felt like the day that the Indians would lose a game. You had the immortal Buck Farmer on the mound. <laughs> Everybody immortal. was talking about the 20-game win streak. I mean, people were paying attention to it, but it hit 20. You're like, all right, 20. This is it. And no, it didn't happen. 21 for the Cleveland Indians and just an unbelievable job. The the numbers that have come out of this are otherworldly. And they just, they're hitting the baseball. They're hitting home runs consistently. Clevenger started and was great for them. I mean, the Tigers have had a terrible year. Um, But, you know, this is continuing 21 games. And Terry Francona said that he is not paying attention at all to that 26 mark of those Giants what back game? in 1916. At a tie. The 1916. And they had a tie. New York Giants. They have a tie. Was it yeah. dark or something? They didn't have any lights at the stadium? All right, that's it. A tie after their 12th win. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and I don't know. If, if you're Terry Francona of the Indians, is this a record? Like, it's great you're winning every game. Mm-hmm. And now you surpassed what the A's did back in the early 2000s. But is it really that important to you? It's cool. I'd leave it at that. It's real cool. What's important is winning in the first championship since sure. 1948. But it's cool. But to go on a streak like this, and you, it's a different guy, it seems like, every day. They win a different way. And I saw an interesting stat that prior to yesterday, 18 of the 20 straight wins, the starting pitcher was a winning pitcher. So yeah. they haven't been utilizing that bullpen well, as Andrew much. Andrew Miller as, hasn't even been there. Right. He's been out for this. a while. He's supposed to be back, I think, today. Um, but it's amazing how a guy that basically put them on his back in the postseason last year to get him to the World Series hasn't even been a part of this thing. So I, I think that, yeah, of course it's cool. And to win like this, it's got to be an amazing feeling. And most of the players on this team, um, you're probably never going to see anything like this again. I just wonder if it's the record itself is something that they want to achieve because this isn't something that everybody knew. There's so many records in baseball that everybody just knows off the top of their mm-hmm. head. It is the record sport. Uh, but this one, you had to look up. And you had, now we know it because of what the Indians are doing. But that's not something that was common knowledge for baseball fans. Like, man, I don't think this isn't the DiMaggio hit streak. Right. So right. It's, not, it's not top of brain. And, and speaking of chipping on Fofo, your boy Buck Farmer, four innings. I saw. Four hits. Yep. Or, and four runs. Four on runs. Yep. Yeah. He did. That that Buck Farmer gave up a home run. Big old Buck. I just thought, you know what, that six ERA was staring me in the face yesterday. Hey, he did better said, than he usually does. It's got it's gotta it's gotta go down. Yeah. It's gotta go down. But I don't I don't think that it did. 
uh, with his outing yesterday. So uh, it is it is truly amazing what the Cleveland Indians are doing, and it also puts more pressure on them to go and win that World Series at this point. But a team that can do something like this, I guess anything's possible in baseball because it's just so fickle and you, you get a couple of bad games in a row in a short series and then your whole season's over in the snap of a finger. But a team that can can pull this off this late in the season, even dealing with injuries mm-hmm. in the way that they have, uh, it would be it would be a shocker. And there's a lot of shockers that happen in the baseball postseason. It would be a shocker if they didn't at least get back to the World Series this year. And we were discussing yesterday how sometimes, especially in the NFL, if you're undefeated, you're going to the last few weeks of the season, oh, a loss would do you some good. And I always say, no, it wouldn't. You never want to lose. Now, you want to be tested, but you don't want to lose. And here they're going on this great streak, and this is wonderful. It's cool. We're enjoying the hell out of this. A lot of attention is being focused on us, but ultimately uh, we want to win a, a championship. That's the main goal. But we're going to enjoy this, and we're going to continue – this will tell us a lot about our baseball team as we get ready for the second season uh, when we're tested. And we've seen this guy step up. And, and now Terry Francona, can, can, uh, he can lean on this guy on his bench or that guy because I've seen you in the moment. I've seen you help us extend a winning streak. And while it may, be, may not be something uh, where, yeah, this was the ultimate goal, this is so cool. And you come to the ballpark refreshed each and every day one, hoping you're not the guy that ends the streak. You're not the the, uh, the cause of the streak ending. And two, what can I do to help to even extend this damn thing on this particular day? Bob Nightingale, a guy I've had on a couple times on, on the show from USA Today, said they are America's team now, the Cleveland Indians. No, they're not. That's what he said. No, they're not. Bob, you're wrong, dog. He goes, Cleveland, the no, epicenter of baseball. No, America's no. team, the Cleveland Indians. Nah, Cowboys. Well... Different sports. I understand that. We're not America's team. If it's America's pastime and everybody's paying attention Mm -mm. to what they did, what they're doing. Oh, we're paying attention. But America's team. Who's America's team in baseball right now? Yankees. Always They're not America's team in baseball (laughs) right now. No one is America's team in baseball right now. Yes, they are. They are. No, they're not. They are for today. They are. People aren't even thinking about the Cleveland. Yes, they are. Everybody loves it. Excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. They lo- I, mean, I don't love it. Francisco I, Lindor is I, a I'm household impressed. name now. Oh, yeah. People He's are a into hell this. of a player. Th- th- now, see. I and most s- people are into it for the wrong reason. Why? Most people want to see it in. I don't. I, I don't disagree. So? I, I mean, unless you're a team that has to worry about them. I, I mean, as, as a, as a uh, baseball fan who is impartial to this, I think that you're rooting for it to go as far as it can. No. Why It'd not? It'd be cool. It is. Yeah. It, it is a, I'm not going to hate on them, but I don't. I'm like not going to say they're America's team. Oh, they definitely are. Okay, right now well, they good are. Good for them then. This is. <laughs> oh, he's turning on the Indians. Now. No, Watch I'm out. not. Watch I, out. This is real. This is difficult to do. Yeah, extremely difficult. As I said, each and every day it's like it's a different guy, and you got starting pitchers that are going the distance at least getting it to the closer. They're the winning pitcher in, in the majority of these outings. So uh, they've done this the old-fashioned way. Yeah, 19-0 and 0 starters are in this streak. And I had the ERA. Here it is, 1.70 ERA with wow. the staff throwing seven shutouts. 
Wow. They're 19 shutouts this year, five more than any other team in baseball. America's team has run away with the <laughs> AL Central, and they've got a 14-game lead, America's team, over the Twins. <laughs> so it keeps going. So uh, we'll see. Damn. I mean, Buck Farmer. Come on. No. We weren't pulling <laughs> for him to end it. No, I no, no. I mean, I was yeah. just because I thought and, that would be funny. And then he, the catcher gets thrown out, and Brad Osmus, the manager of the Tigers, gets thrown out. Then the umpire gets hit. Yeah. And they come in, no, that wasn't on purpose. You sure? Yeah, that's sure. That, the that, next pitch after you put in a new catcher and just got crossed up. I've seen that before. I mean, I've, I've seen, seen it where they got crossed up, before. and I've seen it where it's been intentional. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm talking about the intentional move yeah. where it's just so obvious. Of course, they came out and said, no, it wasn't intentional, but I've seen that move before. I would not be surprised if that was the case. All right, so we're going to be keeping an eye on America's team in baseball for sure. And we move on to a little NFL football and a ridiculous story. Now, we both got on Odell Beckham Jr. a ton for overacting an injury, it seemed like. Now, he didn't play in week one against the Dallas Cowboys. I said I'd apologize to him. I didn't think he was hurt at all. I just thought he was going to take some practice time off and be fine for that game. But he didn't play, so he was legitimately injured. That ankle was legitimately injured. Did he overact it a little bit and know where the cameras were while he was hurting? Maybe. It seemed like there was a good possibility. Uh, So we got on him for that. We did not get on him and were on his side during the boat trip saga during the playoffs leading up to the Green Bay Packers. We did. Well, for the The, jeans on the boat. Yeah, and the Timberlands. Right, you don't do that. Don't don't wear your Timberlands on my boat, man. What's wrong with you? It's ridiculous. Taking the picture, just... No Timberlands allowed on the boat. But fine. No jeans allowed, unless they're cutoff jeans. Didn't have a big problem with that. Worn by a woman. So now I'm back on his side this morning because Uh this story, first of all, we, we need to make sure that we are careful where things come from in today's media landscape. And page six is a section of the New York Post that many people know where it's just, it's a, it's a smut column. It's just, <laughs> that's all it is. They don't, they don't source anything. It's just they throw stuff out there to get people talking about celebrities and because sports is now bled into the entertainment world more mm-hmm. than ever. You yep. see some more sports pieces in page six. I mean, it's a notch below TMZ. I think TMZ does better reporting. Page six is just like, hey, did you, did you hear that this might be true? I mean, this is like the, the, the cackling people around the water cooler at work that you hate because they're just talking about everybody else's life because theirs is miserable. So in this page six piece on Odell Beckham Jr., it says that, Him and Russell Westbrook, of all people, had a dance-off on Monday. (laughs) A dance-off on Monday at a Wyclef John performance inside a club. Yeah. So, but if you... I think it was a catch down the street. So, he... uh, Up the street. So, it says in the article, spies tell us. Oh! Spies. There's no video of this. There's no pictures of this. It's just some schlub in a club who goes to somebody who probably got an internship at page six and needed to get something in the column and told him, oh, I saw Odell Beckham Jr. in a dance-off. What exactly <laughs> is a dance-off, by the way? I mean, he could have just been moving around, not moving his leg. Maybe it's not even true at all. 
But now this guy, and and partially under his, it's his own fault because he's put himself in a lot of situations where people are going to pay attention. But now he's got to deal with this nonsense too about some stupid <laughs> dance off that maybe didn't happen at page six with Russell Westbrook, bizarre and stupid. And I, and I love this, and I've said this before. I, our head coach at the University of Texas, David McWilliams, always come back and say, "Oh, so and so saw you at the club. So and so saw you at the bar." And his pushback to those folks would be, "Well, well, you were there too. Uh, why are you snitching?" Uh, and as far as this goes, there are different levels of dancing. Didn't we see uh, who's the guy that played for the 76ers? Uh, Edie Amin, what's his name? Edie Amin? What's his name? Uh, Joel Embiid. Yeah, that dude, Embiid. Edie Embiid, same thing. Uh, <laughs> we saw him dancing, and everyone was up in arms about that because he has a gimpy knee or something. And, and he was, it wasn't like he was breakdancing anything. And I'm sure Odell Beckham wasn't if he was there. He'd probably pop-lock it in place or something. Uh, I mean, he wasn't doing the running, man, and dancing in a club and, and be, being out on a football field where people are chasing you or you're trying to run away from guys and make cuts, totally different, all right? Yeah, I, I mean, and page six probably didn't even consider the fact that this would have been a huge deal when it comes to Giants fans or anybody else because the way it's reported, it's at no point did it does it say – injured receiver or Odell Beckham who didn't play. Like, I don't even think that they, they just like, okay, here's two celebrities mm-hmm. in a club that are dancing. And by the way, said a witness, it says in this page six thing, said a witness, quote, there are a bunch of models like Taylor Hill, who was an in-studio Gino yeah. and Jones guest. Girl, come back. And Without Ti- the boyfriend. And Tiana Taylor, who is Iman Shumpert's Wife oh, or girlfriend. Yeah. You seen that video she yeah, was in? That, the uh, Kanye. Kanye. Right. Ooh, don't you come in here. So they, oh, it's our husband. So they are married. Right. Yeah, so they're married. They, uh, Babies. Or at least one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, so they were they were cheering them on. Oh. So. All right. It sounds so like that what type of dances he was doing? No, it doesn't. Maybe that's part, that's part of rehab. Yeah. You can get out there and break a sweat and see if that ankle's feeling better. What's wrong with that? Part of rehab. Who are Mark Birnbaum and Eugene Rem? You know those people? That's no. It was their party. I should be asking you that. No, but I mean, I should be at you. Mark uh, Birnbaum. people that have a lot of money, and clearly, is who? what it is. Eugene Rem. Nah. It was their party at this Mm-mm. club, Catch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So... Not familiar with that one. They might be the owners of Catch because it, it said it was the sixth anniversary bash. They might be yeah, the owners of the cool. place. So Sweet. It sounds like good fun. Restaurant. It's a good well, restaurant. It just sounds like fun, doesn't yeah. it? The guy's having a fun time. He's testing the ankle out. Does that bother you as a Giants fan, Mike? Don't go do a whole thing. Just give me a yes or no. No. It doesn't bother you. Are you just now, saying that because you don't want to disagree with us? No. Okay. If he'd been right, dancing. A little. With, stop. No, now. I'm not. I, that's enough now. If he'd been right. dancing with Timberlands, it would have bothered me. But <laughs> okay, no well, we'll find that. Well, we'll see if the spies come out with that. Spies. Spies, tell us. Just <laughs> enjoy the damn yeah. event. Some spy and right. trying to put get dirt on people. Some Cacayon yeah. in a club. It's got yeah. nothing uh, better who? to do. Cacayon. Cacayon. Yeah. I like that one. What's that like, mean? It's uh, like Italian slang for I knew it was Italian. someone who is always gossiping. Oh, Cacayon. A little Cacayon. Cacayon. Right. Shut your Cacayon. No, no, no. Not Cacayon. No, no, no. Cacayon, shut up. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you got it. Yeah. Shut up. Cacayon. Yeah, you could say that too. Yep. Cacayon. Little Cacayons. Cacayons. A whole bunch of Cacayons. <laughs> That's right. Mm hmm. All right. You yep. learn something every day. Yeah, that's true. See? See how long I can remember it. <laughs> I've learned a lot more about your culture in the time that we've been together than... <laughs> no, no. You told me... Was it for Focacta? Focacta. Well, I, I like I, to... I, I, apparently, I misused it. 
Yeah. And uh, now cacao. Yeah. There's a lot of like Yiddish slang and, and Italian slang I like to use. Oh. I like to go. Yiddish too. Yeah, well, Yiddish is for cocktails. Yeah. Yiddish. Oh, that's Yiddish. Yeah. My bad. See, man. Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. I'm sitting chiba. We have great listeners to this show. Unbelievable they ones. They hear every damn thing. They do. And coming up next, after Andrew's update, we're going to play you one of those listeners' audio montage that he put together for us. And it has something to do with that diss track that you're going to give to Rick Newheim. Oh! So we'll play that, and we'll come back, talk some more football right here. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. Ike Taylor. <laughs> so Aaron Taylor on couldn't college any, football. Couldn't get any female Taylors, huh? Uh, no, not today. Mm. Uh, not even Taylor Hill. Mm. No, uh, you really did get the wrong Taylors today here, Mike. Taylor Swift in studio Monday, Brian. Oh, really? Wow, that's good. Look at yeah. that. Too bad I won't be here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, you'll be on the show, but you'll be, uh, yeah. She's not going to be here. It's all right. I know. Uh, Ike Taylor on the NFL a little bit later in the show. When you're hungry, you're off your game, and during the NFL season, that's a big no-no. You need to grab a Snickers NFL Hunger Bar to get back on your game, so rush to your local retailer and score one today. Andrew Bogus is with us, and he's got an update. What's going on, man? Guys, I still don't know if the Texans have officially named Deshaun Watson their starting QB for Thursday Night Football in Cincinnati, but the rookie is starting against the Bengals. Corner Drake Kirkpatrick is in planning for Tom Savage. Obviously, you know, this is going to be a start, so it's going to be uh, a little bit more, you know, special mental process for him, you know, because you know he's going to be starting. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we got to go out there and control what we can control. I'm glad what, you heard that. What were you, what were you doing there, man? You mean you made it? All, <laughs> that's what like. That's what it sounds like if Brian has his mic off and he's talking to the yeah, control yeah, room, yeah. and I'm trying to do a read. That's exactly what that sounds. <laughs> you just hear in the back. I'm out of here. Buy it, B. The better parts, better prices. <laughs> <laughs> that is so untrue. I whisper when I'm talking to them when you're doing your read. Okay. Uh, well, as you might expect. <laughs> Can you play it again so you yeah. can make out something in the background? Yeah. Obviously, you know, this is going to be a start, so it's going to be uh, a little bit more, you know, special mental process for him, you know, because you know you're going to be starting. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we got to go out there and control we control. I think the same dude is in this one. Hold on. You got to be able to give him different looks. Um, not go out there and, you know, just get dropping into your coverage. Go out there and disguise. Uh, have your safeties moving around, talking, communicating, uh, because they're intimidating. I love Let's do it now. No, what's up? going to do it on it, man. <laughs> oh, ambient locker room sound is the best and the worst because it's funny. But you have to go and listen. Like, be careful. There's a couple yeah. times yeah, I'd go to the Steelers locker room, think I have this great interview with, like, a soft-talking Troy Polamalu, and in the background, some guy is just going on some rant about God knows what, using every curse word in the book. Sometimes the music, too, can, can trip you. Oh, yeah. You're not paying attention to that, and there's uh, some risque lyrics going on. I think the first on. one was, I mean, it sounds, well, I don't know. I'm not going to guess who it sounded like. All right, go ahead. Well, as you might expect, uh, Tom Savage's agent, not happy his client, lost his starting job after two quarters. Neil Schwartz. Ward says Houston's O-line and receivers did Savage no favors against the Jaguars. 
He was sacked six times in that first half. Texans linebacker Brian Cushing suspended for a second time for PEDs. This one gets him a 10-game ban. It was four games in 2010 when Cushing tested positive for a fertility drug. And the Oakland Raiders are reportedly finalizing a two-year extension for left tackle Donald Penn, who held out for part of training He's not going to fight it. He's owning up to it. Yeah, you got me this time. I went seven years, I was clean, you got me. I mean, the first time you went with, you know, tried to play it off as if he had some kind of unique medical condition Mm -hmm. he needed to take a female fertility drug for. (laughs) This one just like, got me. See you guys in a couple weeks. Guilty. Uh, The Arizona Diamondbacks finally able to slow down the Rockies. And now the pitch. Pollock swings, drive down the left field line. That ball may go. Home run into the bullpen. A.J. Pollock, a three-run shot. And the Diamondbacks spring on top 8-1. 8-2, the final in Arizona. Greg Schulte, Diamondbacks Radio Colorado, had won the first two games of this four-game set and six straight overall Arizona now leads them by four games atop the NL wildcard standings. The Dodgers, a 4-1 win in San Francisco. The Cubs hammer the Mets, 17-5. Milwaukee beat Pittsburgh, 6-2. The Cardinals shut out by the Reds, 6-zip. And the Braves, an 8-2 win in Washington. Seven of those runs off Max Scherzer. The Angels took down the Astros, 9-1. An 8-1 win for Seattle and Texas. And a 3-1 win in 10 for the Twins over the Padres, all after the Indians, 5-3 victory over the Tigers in the afternoon. That's an AL record, 21 straight wins for Cleveland. And reliever Andrew Miller should come off the DL today. His second stint there for right knee tendinitis. And apparently, no more jokes about Zach Randolph for now. The Sacramento Kings forward has reportedly struck a plea deal with LA prosecutors over his August arrest for resisting arrest and marijuana possession with intent to distribute. <laughs> But, As we all knew, yeah, intent uh, to smoke. But Randolph ends up pleading no contest to just the resisting arrest part. The weed charges were, were dropped. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a listener say that was intent to Tuesday. <laughs> Two <laughs> pounds. Yeah, uh, good for him. 100 for the hours of community service, you know? and if he behaves for 12 months, everything goes out the window. Community said, okay, this is how you hold the bong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I see some of those community service guys cleaning up the trash. Yeah. On the highway yep. all the time. Yeah, they have orange suits there. on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I doubt he'll be out there doing that. No, no I, don't, I don't think <laughs> that Go around from school to school talking yeah. about, hey, this is how you smoke weed. <laughs> this is how you buy a dime bag. Right. And when you get to my level, you buy in bulk. <laughs> sort of <laughs> exactly. like Costco. You guys it, know Costco? Duh. Sort of like that. No, come on. Come on. You need to see 6'10 Zach Randolph with the <laughs> dare suitcase. So you open up and it's all little clear packages <laughs> yeah. with the fake drugs in it. So this is heroin. Oh, boy. Uh, so we have great listeners. And one guy, yep. and, and Mikey B, if I'm wrong about any of this story, you could stop me. So there's a one of our affiliates has a guy running the board. He's in Buffalo. His name is Bobby Rosati. Correct. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. What was that? A little phlegm. <laughs> His name is Correct. Bobby Rosati. <laughs> hey, Bobby, do you want to move to New York City by any chance? <laughs> All right, so that was a that was a correct, right? Did you? <laughs> yes, sir. That was right. Yes, Bobby. Right. So uh, Bobby is is forced to listen to the show every morning because he's running the board, but he does enjoy listening to the show. Uh, and he heard about this diss track that you're going to read to Rick Neuheisel yeah. because you are protesting his songs. You don't <laughs> like his 
his guitar songs anymore. You'd rather I, they're damn good lyrics. I give him credit. He right. can he come up with some good lyrics, but you know. But you'd football. rather be basically you'd yeah. rather be talking football than spend that time breaking down a you know defense or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they make you sound like an idiot when you do stuff like that. You know, it's just not well, fair. Coach O, man. You know, But they make you a backup singer and make you dance. It's ridiculous. They make you a Here pip. we go, boys. <laughs> yeah. They huh? make you a pip. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's just not right. It, it really isn't. Uh, so you're gonna read a diss track to him that that I wrote for you, and it's uh, it's it's very it's intense. It's not something you could read on the air, but it's gonna send a message to Rick that you're tired of being treated like this. Mm-hmm. So this Bobby Rosati, he comes up with a beat. Yeah. He, he he produces a beat with drops of you making noises and saying stuff, and he sent it to us, and and maybe maybe we'll use it. We're All not right. sure yet, but this is this is Bobby Rosati and his, his hard work. Uh, for Gio and Jones. You suck! Ha! Go get it, Floyd! <laughs> Go get it, Floyd! <laughs> Floyd! Floyd! <laughs> it's, it's a little on the creepy side, though. Yeah, it is. Echo laugh. It's like, like if you ever kidnap someone, you like you put them in the basement and then put this on. <laughs> run a haunted house. This is torture. <laughs> creepy Brian Jones. I mean, it is. It's taunting. I'll give it that much. Laughing. <laughs> What do you think, man? You want to use it or? Go get it, Floyd! <laughs> I think it's just that it's on loop at this point. Yeah. So, um, Why not? Yeah, it's not bad, right? Uh, yeah, it was damn good. I like the beat. Yeah, no, he did, he did yeah. a good job with that beat, that's for sure. That is hilarious. Are you gonna... Bobby! Way to go, baby. Yeah, good good stuff, Bobby. <laughs> he, he tweets us all the time, too, this Bobby. So he's a good listener. Uh, do you want to try to record it today? Sure. So you can play for those guys? Yeah. We could either use that, or I was thinking the Kendrick Lamar beat would be a good one. That um, Which song? Sit Down, Be Humble one. Ah. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, dun. I can hear you. That's in my head a little bit. That's what you were listening to on the way in? Yeah, I'm sort of like uh, the, the, the Dr. Dre of New Heisel Distracts. Oh, there you go. I can just sort of hear it. Mm. You know, it's just... <laughs> It's just come, I just get get me behind East you know, Coast West Coast. Yeah, let me just yeah. just get get me in the lab, man. <laughs> let's let's do this. Yeah, I could. Yeah, this is it. Oh. <laughs> New Heisel. <laughs> Can't you just? I just seeing you walk in, <laughs> doing your little dance, <laughs> and then just. Spitting this to Rick, you know? <laughs> I'll be like Tom Cruise in Tropical Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Rick, I'm sick of this shtick. This is gonna Sit be down. New high zone. <laughs> yeah, right. That might be. That's New the high zone. That's pretty good. Yeah, sit down. <laughs> Or Rick Heisel. That's what uh, the late Frank Borles would call him during the broadcast. Rick Heisel. Rick Heisel? Yeah. Why not? All right, so we're going to work on that after the show today and. I don't we'll, Maybe we'll play a piece of it. Or maybe I could just change that one lyric so people don't get upset. <laughs> but that's probably... But I don't know. You need that in What are they going to be upset it. about? 
I think you should record it and have an extended bleep over the entire, the <laughs> the entire, entire line. <laughs> well, no, just all, every line, every word. No, just the one particular topical okay. reference that might be too topical. Right. Just bleep it out, so it, but it's long, so it's going to sound funny and leave us wondering what it could be that's like eight <laughs> words long. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. We could try that. It's like redacted lyrics. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could try that. All right, coming up next, the Minnesota Vikings do something just ridiculous. We'll explain why. And a banner unfurled at Fenway that had a lot Furled. of... Unfurled. <laughs> that had a, a lot... You should have put that in the V. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, where's that drop, Bobby? Come on. You want to play with the big boys? Let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh, we will come back and talk about that banner and the Minnesota Vikings uh, new teen initiative next. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. The Minnesota Vikings have hired a teen consultant, a Gen Z consultant to help market their product, Minnesota Vikings football, to the younger generation. So, <laughs> they see these kids out there. We're talking younger than millennials now. Like even more sucked into the phone, people. Yeah. And they say we got to get Vikings football in front of these kids, and we need to know how to speak to them. So we've hired this kid, Jonah Stillman, who co-authored a book, uh, with his pops, dad, yeah, who's an expert in, I guess, generational studies or something like that. Yes, and his his son Jonah is out there, and he's he's giving interviews no, and talking no. about how he's going to turn this thing around for the Vikings. Gen Z is different than millennials. I don't guess. lump them all together. That's what he's saying, and I can understand what they're doing here, and it, it, it makes sense. You want to continue to put your brand in front of. Younger folks to to build some loyalty. Nothing wrong with that. We sit here every day and try to sift through different meanings and acronyms and emojis. And I'm always asking my sister, who's much younger than me, what does this mean? What does that mean? And, and trying to stay in tune with what the hell these other generations are talking about because they're slang. Uh, I'm not up on. Yeah, I just think that if you like football, you're gonna find it. And it's not mm-hmm. that hard to find it. So it it almost seems, yeah, it's not a bad idea. It seems superfluous to me, though, mm. because these young people that have devices in their hands and their eyes on it 24-7, like if the Vikings have an Instagram account, a Twitter account, you know, they do Snapchat, I mean, it's not that hard to just post some stuff up there. I mean, what extra are you going to do? Well, that's what they're trying to discern. Yeah, I guess. I just don't think that it's going to do much. I'm not saying that it's going to hurt them in any way. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I just don't think it's going to end up doing much. Well, I I think you go out there and you try to identify different ways to get your message across to your fan base or attract new fans. So it it makes sense. They're being proactive. We always uh, laud uh, Adam Silver being proactive, uh, trying to do this and that to to put that NBA brand uh, more front and center, and it's the same with at the team level. That's what they're trying to do, trying to identify those different ways in which we can get into those those contraptions, those thousand dollar cell phones that these folks are buying. Can you believe a cell phone is going to be a thousand dollars? I guess I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah. but it, I mean, it, they were the other ones like six hundred. True. 
So and, and the way it was that inevitable. You, the way that you pay for them nowadays, at least with my carrier, is that like you, <laughs> even though you paid it off, yeah, you, you pay like a, a dollar a day for the rest of your life. So it really, you don't end up going in there and dropping a thousand dollars and just work it into your already overpriced cell phone bill. Um, but but yeah, and he says that that Gen Zers, this this dude uh, Stillman says that Gen Zers gravitate to platforms like Snapchat, where they have more control over who sees. Our posts, our hunt for more authentic communication also means we're looking for the most authentic ways to communicate with our peers, coworkers, and bosses. But it seems to me that going through digital platforms is the least authentic way to do. Isn't a face-to-face thing? That's where they live. You got to go where they live. Yeah, I guess. They live digitally. That's where they are. Will the Better Man Show have a Gen Z expert on it? Uh, it's a good no, idea. but we we have a website and and we we, you, we will reach out via all the social media platforms. You got to so, get a Gen Z consultant, man. Uh, You're behind the times already. That's my sister. Oh, she's, she's already steady on the case. And how old is she? Uh, Mary is what, thirty two. Too old. Thirty three. Too old to no, be a Gen Z consultant. She's still young. Too just, old. She's got a new job a couple of months ago. Doubled her salary. Wow. Because of how her, her expertise in the social influencer realm and all that good stuff. It's pretty good. That is damn good. Congratulations yes. to sis. Congrats. Former company didn't appreciate her skills. Went to a different company. Doubled her salary. That's pretty good. Man. That That's is, the American dream. It definitely yeah. is. All right, she's not too old. Fine. You got it. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. You got me to Way to go, Mary. Yeah. And way to go, Vikings. For <laughs> yeah, way to go, Vikings. Let's groundbreaking see stuff. Gen Z. Yeah. Listen, go and win the Super Bowl, huh? Then Jen, They're on their way, one and zero. Jen, everybody will be paying attention to you. <laughs> What's that's, up, baby? That's true. What's that got to do with Gen Z? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pete's rusty. He took a day off oh, yesterday. He's okay. rusty with his drops. Let him let him work his way in. The second hour, he'll be back to normal. Gotcha. But he's he's got he's got to shake it off. I throw a couple pitches. Yeah, no, right. You're no Buck Farmer. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so uh, there was a banner unfurled by fans uh, at Fenway yesterday that it it confused a lot of people. Um, And it said racism um, is as American as baseball. Was that the exact phrase? Yeah. Um, So now it it was people that were not racists. And, of course, the saying, the message wasn't, Racism's okay because it's been around yeah. as long as baseball. So I'm going to call you the N word and you're going to like it. That's not what they <laughs> no, were doing. No. That's not what they. I, it was a, a statement like racism exists. Let's address it, is what yes. they were trying to do. Acknowledge so, that it's been here, right. it lives here, it's always lived here, and let's continue to try to eradicate it. Right. So all these like prehistoric uh, Neanderthals that were drooling over their keyboards yesterday going, Oh, see, look at this, Fenway. It's a, you think Adam Jones was, was lying? Of course he was telling the truth. Well, we knew, we believed him then, but these people weren't trying to tell you that, like, here in Fenway, racism is okay. No. Um, so, I mean, there stuff like this is going to continue to happen uh, where there's a lot of eyeballs there to see it, and it's going to yeah. continue in sports, and, and it's going to come from fans, it's going to come from athletes, and it's going to become more commonplace that every time that, that something happens, whether it's a, a protest of, of an anthem or a banner or a sign, you know, I, I think that 
it's going to be more part of just every day of going to a sporting event than than like, oh my goodness, I can't believe someone someone is doing that. A lot of people are using sports as a way to get their ideas across so a lot of people see it. Well, there's a reason why we show our patriotism when you play the national anthem at sporting events because you have a lot of people there. You have a lot of eyeballs. You're correct. So those who want to uh, further their message, whether it's to stamp out racism or other things, they're going to use that same platform. Got a lot of people who are going to be in your purview, so why not uh, try to express and convey whatever it is that's top of mind for you at those events? And yeah. it, it, we, I understand we go there for a respite to get away from our, our daily lives, and, and hopefully we're entertained by what's happening on the diamond, what's happening on the court or the, or the field, but uh, life is always intersected with sports and will continue to do so. If you were in charge of security at Fenway Park, how would you have handled this with the fans? Now, this is what I think I, I would have done. I would have asked the motivation behind it, just to, just to clarify. Like, okay, you guys aren't, like, uh, you know, KKK members, right? Mm-hmm. You're not uh, neo-Nazis. All right, we got that out of the way. We figured that much out. All right, unfortunately, we can't have this sign hanging over for everybody to see throughout the whole game. All right. All right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the sign – I'm going to put it over here. You guys can enjoy the game. Sit down, enjoy the game. Come see me if you want it back after the game. Well, apparently the reason they were escorted out of the the stadium and, and the sign was taken down is because it was in the backdrop for the batters, and well, you're not allowed to have any signage there. Now, if he'd been, they shouldn't been have been the thrown park, out. If, they shouldn't have been. Right. I, I agree. Now, if it if the signage had been elsewhere in the stadium, apparently it would have been fine. That's easy to say. Yeah, it's easy to say now. So right. if the sign would have been fine they're sitting elsewhere, why escort them out of the arena yeah, or the I, stadium? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that, that's how I think I would have handled the thing. Because, I mean, I, I'm very when, – when someone buys a ticket, they shouldn't be able to do everything they want. No. But I, I do think that if someone's not causing that big of a problem and it could be easily fixed – I'm going to be on the side of the paying customer as long as they're reasonable. Mm-hmm. And if they're reasonable and they're reasonable, like, okay, fine. You know, we'll go in our seats and you can take the sign. Uh, then I'd be on their side. I want to know, though, like, that that thing was huge. It was extremely you could, large. How how does that, how do they get that in there? Yeah, who's well, carrying that bad boy? I mean, I guess they just maybe, I don't know, those ticket takers and people that are checking. There's so many people going through. They just let everybody. Still, that thing was. Yeah, but, I mean, it could have been a sign. The... It could have been a baseball sign. They could have asked them, well, what does that say? Uh, you know, uh, we we love you, Dustin Pedroia, or something. And they would have been like, okay, great. I love him, too. Go ahead. You know? Or, I but mean, why is it black? Yeah. Uh-huh, if you love him so much. Why isn't it red and white? Yeah. I, I'm, Or maybe they knew. A ticket taker or a security guard at a certain gate that was going to let him in. Yeah. I'm not sure, but that's yeah. That was a, that was an extremely large batter. Is racism as America as baseball? I think yes. so. I yeah. think I think yeah. they're right. It's part of our history. It's part yeah. of the history. Uh, it it it, uh, it was here prior to baseball. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Racism's got a leg up in the longevity department. <laughs> Should we do one of those pound for pound things that they do sometimes on sports shows? Like two columns, racism in baseball, and see who wins. Like longevity racism is going to win, right? Well, how long did it take for baseball to allow 
people of color to play. Well, that yeah, but now we're, we're getting too far. Yeah, that's too complicated just, now. We got to go. Very, we got to go very black and white it, with it, this. It, it existed long before baseball, and right. then baseball refused to allow it to exist uh, in its sport for way too long. Tale of the tape: racism mm-hmm. versus baseball. <laughs> All right, so longevity, racism, right? Yes, this is a tough one. Popularity. Mm. What's more popular? Racism or baseball? Baseball is more popular. Ah, uh, I guess so. Probably yes, it is. I Probably. Mean, it, yeah, it's winning. It would win. Yeah, like I you mean, think there's of the a ratings. time when you would say, "Okay, racism was more popular." Right. Jim but Crow. Not, it, Jim Crow was race, probably even yeah. Steven. Yeah, it was right there. Yeah, right there. Neck right now, neck. right now, it's the baseball. Yeah. Look at the ratings popular. of the past World Series. Yeah. There's not popular. that many people. Yeah. All right, so we got popularity. Look at the ratings of the white supremacists. Go, goes to not baseball. Right. Um, what else could be on this tail of the mm. tape for racism in baseball? Hmm. Um, I think that's it. I think we've exhausted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's it. Those are Longevity the and, and uh, popularity. It's a tie. It's a, it's a tie. <laughs> baseball got one. Racism got the other. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, no, no, no. Baseball, it was even Steven. I thought we said as far as popularity. No, no, but not but not now. We're talking oh, about... Oh, no, 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 not now. Yeah, no, not now. I hope not. No, no, baseball's won. I'm going to need an escort out of you. <laughs> <The> baseball's, <laughs> baseball's won the, the popularity thing. <laughs> yeah, that is true. If racism was as popular as baseball, then David Duke would be signing autographs like Mike Trout, yeah. right? Yeah. That would be... That would be the, I'm sure he is in the dark corners. Of- Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it play.it of America somewhere. Oh, I'm sure he's signing. Yeah. I'm de- I'm, there's, yeah. there's no doubt. Signing hoods. Hoods. Yep. Yeah. Pointed <laughs> hats. Right. <laughs> I need a new Sharpie. <laughs> Imagine. You, that's probably happened. Yeah. Hey. Hey, man, my- could you sign wow. my hood? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That'd be hilarious. Somebody put that on eBay. <laughs> Should I drive Mike nuts with what's more American? Racism or baseball? Eight five five. No, no, no! Don't call. I'm just. I don't. Yes, we've exhausted this no, topic. No, no, no. <laughs> don't call. We joke. Mike, Mike could be sitting there all day, just banging the phone against his head. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? All right, coming up next, going to talk a little football. You yeah. promise? Yeah. What? You didn't like the racism? No, baseball I love. Oh, I love it. Okay. I love football more. We'll talk some more about racism in baseball if you love it that much. (laughs) Whole rest of the show. No, coming up next, Ezekiel Elliott. The NFL still think he's going to miss games this year. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.